Highlight delivery service. Hey, what do you want? I've got a TV for you. I didn't order a TV, and I don't watch TV. You'll want to watch this TV. Do you have a cigarette? I do not. Do you have any chew? <laughs> not anymore. God damn it. Why do I want to watch this TV? Because once you get this TV and plug it in, it'll go on when you're not expecting it to. And you'll try to turn it off, uh -huh. but it will just turn itself back on again. Uh -huh. And you'll turn it off, uh -huh. and it will turn itself back on again. Uh -huh. And then eventually zombies will come out and uh -huh. kill you. Uh -huh. And then they'll go to the house next door, yeah. and they'll kill those people too. Okay. And then some people will get clued into the fact that zombies are killing people, uh -huh. so they'll set bear yeah. traps everywhere that you'll probably step in hmm. until everybody gets oh. shot and or decapitated and ends up in a funny farm. Uh-huh. That doesn't sound like anything I want. But it comes with a free crate. Ooh, I'm in! Crash! Good evening, Hello. Matt. How are you doing tonight? Fantastic. That's great news. I'm excited for tonight's movie. Yes, the Paganini Horror. <laughs> Psych. We are doing a movie that both of us love yes. this, this time. Uh, the Video Dead. I found The Video Dead when I was in college back in 2003. And I had never heard of it until oh, then. Wow. And I found it at the, at the Blockbuster there and fell in love. Yeah, this is... And we got married. <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic. Yeah. This is an absolute classic. Um, it's such a fun, weird little thing with a couple uh, drop balls, I feel. Like, I feel yeah, like of course. there's so much in this movie that could be expanded. And Well, there is there is definitely a part where right in the middle of the movie, they're like, they, they drop all of this stuff. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get yep. there. But, like, they literally have a moment where they expand the mythos to this big portion and then... You never hear anything more no. about it, and it's like, oh, I Wait, wanted what? to see that movie too, yeah. <laughs> though. I mean, I like this one, but that, but your idea was really cool. I mean, somebody's traipsing along inside the TV verse and taking out the yeah the videodrome slash whatever that yeah. thing is. That that's what I was like yep. really excited about. But whatever. Still, we got a great movie. Yes. Um, it's also it's also one of those movies that like it, it makes me think about why I like movies like this. And how the actors are terrible in this movie. Like, mm -hmm. this is a bunch of mostly lo looks like local theater type actors yep. to say that they're. And that's the problem is that I say that they're bad. But would I have wanted this movie with professional actors? Obviously not. No. It would have ruined this movie to have a bunch of real actors in it. <laughs> and so why why is it such a, a stigma to be kind of a non-professional actor in a movie like this yes it should not be and i like i i absolutely it's so weird to love think about the that. Like, yeah I, I just love how bad they are i, just, I do it's, i just well, i don't want anybody good <laughs> <laughs> well i mean because the dialogue is also is equally bad oh it's terrible it is written very i mean it's sloppy. it's it's silly it's it's like it doesn't work in a lot of places, but again, it's the kind of movie that it is. Oh its heart is so in exactly the right place yes. so that when they make those dumb moves, you laugh along with the movie where they're like, mm. we were sloppy here because we didn't fucking care. Cause we were trying to get to the part where we chainsaw the fucking guy in half. You know, we oh, didn't my dad need... sleeping with the maid. It's so gross. Anyway, have a good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Johnny, I have breast cancer. <laughs> anyway moving on <laughs> like 
Yeah, it's it's got some. There is some shit in this that is like would straight up make Ed Wood blush. Yes, like it is. And honestly, some of this dialogue could have been put into Plan Nine from Outer Space, and I would not have blinked. Mm. Like not at all. I would have been like, "Yep, that's that's Ed Wood dialogue." Oh, if the dog gets out, he goes and tries to hunt the skunks, <laughs> and once they do, they sprays him, and then that really gets him going. <laughs> yeah, there's there's so many of those. <laughs> or can I? I'm back with the same girl. I'm sticking with April here, but can I take? Can I let this dog go? This leash is really hurting my arm. Or just this tie the le- leash to the <laughs> fridge or something. <laughs> this leash is really hurting my arm. Yeah. I'm going to have to undo the dog. <laughs> She's. <laughs> oh, this swatch weighs a ton. Oh, my God. It's, Maybe... like, I'm, it's like I'm lifting weights with my wrist. <laughs> April, get some protein. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, do a push-up. What is wrong with you, lady? <laughs> Holy fuck. Anyway, let's talk about this wonderful movie. Um, this classic movie. Yes. Um, so we start off. And the highlight delivery van pulls up with a delivery. I love the uh, highlight sign on the side of the van, too. It's mm. clearly just like letters cut out of construction paper and shipping taped onto the Especially side. when you see that like they've clearly painted over something else and there's mm-hmm. like texture from whatever was there before. Yeah. Also awesome. The things that, oh yeah, I should mention, like I've only ever watched this movie on tape until the other day for oh, yeah. getting prepped for this because you have just uh, time constraints where I can watch things. So it was neat to see so much more detail like that. Like, that's something yeah. I've never noticed. And uh, This was the first time I watched this movie in high def, too. Yeah. And it looks great. The transfer is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's And it's... You were saying that it kind of takes something away from it for you. I was thinking that I kind of didn't mind at all. I didn't mind it. I just thought some of the, like, <clears throat> the zombies looked really... Uh, I mean, it's great. The makeup effects that they did, it's, it's a bang-up job. But it just looked so crisp, like almost yeah. like a haunt, like in the right. daytime. like Right. It's almost too crisp. Yes. And there is something about VHS quality. We Like, I remember back in the day, I watched, uh, remember, this is the 90s. This is like early 90s. I watched my first Fulci movie. It was like, uh, it's got 17 different names. It was Seven <laughs> Doors of Death for this, you know, this release of it. Mm-hmm. But we watched it on this shitty VHS tape. You know, way back when nobody knew anything about anything. We didn't know who this person was. You know, I was young and blah, blah, blah. We thought it was a snuff film. Yeah. We were like, what? Oh, my God. What is happening? Are they actually killing people for this movie? <laughs> like, it looked so grainy and creepy. Yep. And that's kind of the the joy of VHS quality is that, yeah. it, like, it masks a lot of a lot of problems. <laughs> but that said, fuck, man, the zombies in this look. Oh, they're so cool. Sweet. They're so cool and they have so much character too. And like it's so neat that everybody's got their own Oh, that that's vibe. Yeah. that's the best. That is why these guys knew what they were doing and that's why this movie is as awesome as it is yeah. because they knew what they were trying to do. They like they knew their audience. So, these dudes come out with a big wooden crate that uh, that they unload. They get a little slow-mo in the middle of it for no reason, which I thought was funny. I was like... It works with the music. Sets the tone. (laughs) It sets the tone that something ominous is coming. Nobody ever drops off, like, some good news in slow motion. (laughs) Santa Claus doesn't deliver presents in slow slow motion. motion. No. (laughs) They're gonna love this. Ooh, cookies. (laughs) Um, So they ring the bell, and the, the occupant is a... 
total alcoholic grosso <laughs> with a dead fish that's rotting in a bowl and dirty pajamas. He looks like he's been on a month-long bender. Turns out that he's a writer, and that's why he looks like that. Uh, and he's played by Michael St. Michaels, a.k.a. Big Ronnie from The Greasy Strangler, which was kind of cool. It's cool that he continued acting and then got a gig like Greasy Strangler, which like a lot of people really lauded his performance yeah i really need to see that i've i've heard i've heard good and weird things it is so your kind of movie yep it's really god i've tried i can't even describe it it's like it's like if somebody like wes anderson tried to make uh street trash okay something like that it's something along those (laughs) lines it's like a real it's a real weird juxtaposition of styles it's fun um okay so he, <laughs> the, the occupant asks for a cigarette from the guy, and they we get a. I like this <laughs> I, joke. I like that. I was I was pretty slick. He's like, uh, don't smoke. I'm a chewer. <laughs> Spits a giant hunk of chaw out. I on just the, love the patheticness of it. Like delivery oh. guy comes to your door <laughs> instead of like where do I sign up? Do a cigarette I can bomb. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's it's you really are you a fifteen year old gutter punk dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. There's there's a disdain for writers that is being shown both in the portrayal of this this person and the writing of this film. <laughs> uh, fun fact I read too that the typewriter that he's using is actually the typewriter that the movie was written on. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me yeah. in the least. <laughs> it's cheap. <laughs> I mean that this movie is great at the people who made this movie are really great at uh like recycling shots they they use their shots very wisely lots of conservation uh i loved that like there were shots that were repeated but they were repeated on the tv Mm -hmm. and so like you saw the zombies in real life and then you saw them on the tv and it was the same shots but they looked different and it was a different atmosphere Ah. and it looked cool and i like it it didn't bother me in the least that it was like it may not have even been recycled. It's just from the same the same, same walking field of walking, yep. right? Exactly. Um, so he's like, "Ah, I didn't order anything," and these guys are like, "Hey, it doesn't matter if you ordered it. The guy paid for it, so it's yours." <laughs> Which is an interesting thing for a mail delivery person to say, but clearly they don't work for a real company, so it didn't no. matter. Um, it's been paid for by the sender. It's not COD. Just take it. Just take it's this free. big weird box. Just take it. <laughs> uh, he unpacks it and finds a shitty old TV. Um, and it's wrapped up with a mirror facing the front of the screen. He's like, huh, I don't even watch TV. Don't care about this. But apparently he plugs it in anyway, even though he doesn't watch TV. Yeah. So later he's sitting at his typewriter and the TV turns itself on. And it's a zombie movie called what was it? Zombie Blood Nightmare? Something of something <laughs> along those lines. Uh, he he basically does the the typical shuts it off like six times thing. Goes over to it. Ah, then he unplugs it. Screw that. Um, and then he goes to sleep, and the TV turns on for one last time, <laughs> even though it's unplugged. Ooh. And uh, and I love I love this. Yeah, this reminds me of. Uh, nine seven six evil two mm-hmm. in the in the way that it's like i love the the movie within a movie i love the way that the zombie interacts with the tv so he like looks at the screen and he's like he has a moment of realization <laughs> the other thing about this movie is that the zombies are the best actors in the film oh yeah by, like by <laughs> leaps and bounds that bride actress 
killer. Is gold. Fucking gold. I was gonna suggest that'd make a that'd make a cool shirt for you to have her Ooh. with the chainsaw on the shirt. Oh my god. Her <laughs> running with that chainsaw at the yes. end is like Jesus, she is uh deserves an Oscar. Best. <laughs> and it's just like all, all so well put together too. Like, give me a zombie that's dressed like a bride who's wearing a wig that has an arrow shot through her, and she's running with a chainsaw. <laughs> like, you're not going to see that anywhere else. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it brings a it brings a very uniqueness to it. That's I mean, and that's it's why very quirky. Yeah, uh, that's what you love about this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get crazy Ghostbusters lightning effects, <laughs> uh, and then the TV falls over backwards to make this next effect easier for them to pull off. Yes. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) uh, the zombie's head comes through and he's bleeding from the top of his head and then luckily they cut away before we have to awkwardly see him try to squeeze through a 10 inch screen yep (laughs) we'd have to have just leave leave that up to your imagination you know that's that's fine because this is gonna look really sad and pathetic within one jump cut uh six people crawled out of a tiny tv (laughs) that that is my favorite part um I love I and also I love the fact that basically this entire movie is predicated on this one fun gag is just the 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 empty TV with things coming out of it gag. <laughs> and so much of what they do is like it's so cheap and it's so fun. It's yep. like all of this is just it's just smart movie making. It's <laughs> like if you're making a cheap movie this shit is just smart and I I love it. Um anyway so he's he, the main zombie is uh, out of the house. We've got six other zombies behind him. And then, you know, we assume something terrible has happened. Yep. We now cut back to the delivery guys who realize that they were supposed to deliver the TV to the Institute for the Studies of the Occult. Whoopsie. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this is one so, of, so this he, is the first question I have for this movie. Please go on. Oh, maybe it's the same one I've got. Okay. What's your question? My question is, so they open the door and they're like, they push the door open because they're like, hey, we delivered this to the wrong place. Hey, can we come in? And the corpse of the writer is at the door wearing a party hat <laughs> and he's been strangled by a lamp cord. And he's got a cigarette hanging in his mouth too, right? He did get the cigarette eventually. Where did he get that smoke? <laughs> I mean, I, that's my that's one of my questions. My big question is why did he did you think he asked a zombie for one? Yes, and they probably gave it to him. Yep. <laughs> because he wasn't showing fear and then he eventually was like, "Ah, I'm afraid." Because <laughs> he couldn't light it and he was like, "I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to light this cigarette." <laughs> and, and they jumped And him. then they jumped him. Uh okay. Okay, my my weird question here is <laughs> Remember when he first, in the beginning, when they first talked to him, he goes, I haven't ordered anything except for a pizza for months. And the movers say, I told you if headquarters didn't get their act together, they're going to start mixing up orders. So, like, I wonder what we delivered to this place instead. Mm-hmm. As in, they delivered something going to his house to the Institute for Mystical Studies. It was a pizza. But he didn't order anything. It was a pizza. It was a pizza. <laughs> they also so, deliver pizza. Oh, okay. <laughs> side hustle. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but just like that, that, that kind of bothered me. In this economy? Yeah. <laughs> it pays to multitask. Um, so, yeah, it seems weird. They wouldn't have a package to mix up. I think it's weird that he's wearing a party hat. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck was that party right, hat about? So we both found weirdies. Was this weirdies. originally supposed to be clowns? Was there an old mm. edit of this where it was like clowns that came out of the TV? I could not get over that i gotta check the blu-ray i wonder if it has a commentary 
because it's a uh, Shell Factory put this out uh, in a double double release with yeah. Terrorvision, which is a perfect movie. Yeah, and uh, it's only like ten or thirteen bucks for the the double blue. Yeah, I own this as well. You're going broke not buying that. Exactly, that's what I said. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Does it have commentary? Do you know? I don't think so. I don't think it has anything. At least I at least I never watched it with commentary. Um, okay, so. After some indeterminate amount of time passes... Uh, I thought the setup was kind of sloppy. It, yeah. Our female protagonist pulls up uh, Zoe. Is Zoe, yeah. Yeah, it takes, it takes no time between the three months later and... You know what I mean? Just sit in black for like ten seconds. Like after the he's found with the party hat, it just like fades and then just opens instantly up. It's like three months later. Like, yep. dude, just give us a little beat. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah. I agree. Um, so... She tells this in like again with the the writing being really sloppy. Uh, she's like, uh, she's telling the cab driver, "I've never been here before." No, 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 not I've never been here before. I have never been here. Before. I have never been here before. My parents have never been here before. <laughs> they no, my parents. But, oh, they have never been here either. They, I don't know. Con- <laughs> what's the word I'm looking? At? I don't even know the word I'm looking for. Conjections, con- yeah, contractions, contractions. <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> yes. It's so true. Uh, it's so it's an awkward string of dialogue so, there. So but I have never been here. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, oh, you think that's awkward? Wait till this fucking mover asks her for like his one line. He whiffs so <laughs> epically. He comes in and he's like, "Mrs. Blair, want to sign uh, on line eleven, please?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, wow! That was big. Swing and a miss. <laughs> so like. <laughs> Just <laughs> good luck at the, the auditions next week. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, but again, you know, this is shot on film. Yeah. You know, this is, this shit's not cheap. So when you get something like that, you take what you can get. It's like, I'm not spending another not, 25 bucks to say, sign on line 11. You know, sign on line 11 is not important enough for a second take. Yep. So you know what? You get what you get. <laughs> um, so she's opened all the boxes in the house. She's taken out the dishware and, a pair of filthy zombie boots in the woods oh, approaches. So uh, it looks like he's been walking in salsa. Oh, <laughs> it's terrifying. Oh, he's coming in. He's coming towards the house. Oh, it's just her brother, Jeff, and he's got dirty shoes. He's a crust punk. <laughs> he is kind of a crust yeah. punk. Uh, he's like, he's the 1980s crust punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's got a twist and crawl shirt, so you know he's... Do, do you know what that is? I do not. Oh, me neither. Okay, I didn't know no, if that was a band. No. <laughs> I, it's funny. I'm st- that shirt rang a bell. It might just be because I haven't seen this movie for a while, and mm-hmm. I'm just remembering his shirt. But for some reason, I'm thinking it used to be sold in the old session skate catalogs. Okay, so it might actually be kind of a crusty shirt. So who knows? Yeah, it it is ringing a weird bell. Um, so his mom and dad, or their mom and dad, are in Saudi Arabia, but they found it less fun in games than they expected. <laughs> uh, what? The, the sister is going to major in aerobics with a minor in music, music videos. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> and for some reason, crust punk brother Jeff thinks that an unaccredited aerobics university <laughs> isn't a great idea for her future. What He's a like, naysayer. I'm taking the tax course at H&R Block. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be hopping rails for the next three years. Uh at least I know how to file my taxes. I'm following leftover crack on tour like a like a deadhead. <laughs> um, so <laughs> this movie loves close-ups of feet. 
that's kind of one of that's like their signature move. It's it's kind of funny when when I was growing up and just completely off topic here a little bit. Uh, my family would never let me use a camcorder to film like birthdays and stuff because I would always get feet. But it's not because I was trying to shoot feet. I would just always get distracted and then the camera would like angle down. So like when when we're watching back for like the memories, it's just like oh great, there's the bottom of everybody's feet at the table. <laughs> but now you remember what kind of shoes you had. Yeah. Which is a really important memory. Reebok pumps. Nice. My mom sacrificed to get me those. The best. Mm, they weren't cheap either. <laughs> and we weren't rich. But those my are, mom let me have the pumps. Those are the best. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, it's funny, though, because I remember maybe it was something from Night of the Living Dead did a lot with, like, the sham- shambling feet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, lots of lots of cutaways to those. Because I'm remembering back to, like, movies that me and my roommate shot when we were going to school for movie stuff. Mm-hmm. And all of them had, like, cutaways to feet shambling if we ever did, like, zombie stuff or whatever. We did a short where he killed me and buried me in the basement and I came back from the dead. And uh, and there was a lot of shambling feet in that one. <laughs> and I guess that's just probably a a leftover from, from the Night of the Living Dead stuff. Um, so now Josh Daniels shows up at the door. He's our Texan, and he's driven all the way from Texas to find this missing TV set that was delivered by accident. Because it killed his wife? Because it killed his wife. Uh, He's like, more lives will be lost if you don't give me that TV. (laughs) And also, I'm... That's kind of his accent. This is his Texas accent. Yeah. It's like... I'm from the South, y'all. I am from the South, and I'm kind of doing a preacher voice, but not really. Like <laughs> he's got that kind of like big, big old lilt. Um, but either way, whatever. It, this guy's an idiot. He could have just given that kid fifty bucks to look around the house. Oh yeah, and he totally would have taken it. But yep. instead, he lets a bunch of people die. So whatever. Now the TV wants to have sex with Jeff. Now that uh, now that Josh has been kicked out of the story. This is the biggest nothing burger of well, the movie. Like it's prob- it seems, problematically, it seems like it's going to be a biggie. Yeah, and lead into something, but no, it just you could excise this whole scene and everything flows just fine. Like n- this doesn't recur. No other zombie takes human flesh form and looks normal. Like uh, no, no other zombie pops out of the TV and just I mean, acts normal and talks normal and right. looks normal. No, I, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I'm just wondering why. I mean, they needed to get the TV into Jeff's room. Yes, was why this this first scene where the TV wants to have sex with him and it like come <laughs> well, to me, Jeff. Well, we, we should we should we should state that the the girl in the TV wants. Eh, to. I don't know. I think it's <laughs> not the liter- TV. I think literally it's the TV that wants. Put to your pee pee in my TV. <laughs> yes, that's what it's saying, and that's the classic line from this movie. And that was the one that was on the poster. <laughs> it said, "Put your pee pee." in my TV. <laughs> I have no excuse. I need to stop. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not even that tired. I should not be this punchy. Uh, okay, so whatever. So there's a lady talking to him. Let's just say that. Um, and we don't even know if he hears her. I think he does. That's why he goes up there. Okay. It's like a siren call. Right, but he's he seems unaware that it happened. He just brings the TV he, down. He's feeling it, not sure. hearing it. Right, and he puts the TV in his bedroom and then goes somewhere else. He just goes outside to rake leaves, I guess. Sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> he does. <laughs> that is literally what he does. Um, so now uh, April, the local preppy girl, shows up with a poodle that she's walking. And here's another one of these sparkling lines of dialogue. That is, like, maybe because she barfs it out so fast, it doesn't make sense. My name's April, but I hate it because it sounds like the smell that they put on Kleenex. Yeah. <laughs> we were laughing about I'm, that line watching it last night. We're like, what? that's so cheesy. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. <laughs> it took me a really long time to unpack that line. I went oh, back I got and it I, inst- like, I got it instantly, but oh, it was just April like it was fresh. Dumb. Is the smell that in the 80s, they used to say that things smelled April fresh. Oh, I didn't even put that together. I just thought it meant like, yeah, okay. And that's why that's why April is the smell that they put on Kleenex. And I was like, okay, oh wow, that is a fucking long yeah. walk for that joke. But well, that's that's the problem with this movie. Like, it has joke lines, but they all suck. They're not funny. Like, no, no that's not true. Nothing that really is, happens that like is laugh out loud funny in this. N- well, no, I mean that's that's almost impossible for something from the '80s to to hold up this long. But it's like. But there were a couple of things that I thought were like were good attempts. Like any least. of the any, like like the cow shit thing near the end, where it's just like it's not funny. Oh, where he's just that like, was stop calling me boy. And he's like okay, cow shit. What that, you call me boy? I'm gonna call you cow shit. It's just like that line. I thought <laughs> I was like that. Aside from the fact that there was swearing in it, that could straight up have been out of an Ed Wood movie. Mm. That felt like. Like the, you know, the end of, uh, it <laughs> felt like, so, it felt like somebody writing something that they thought was clever. Yeah. And um, then once it's performed, it's like, this isn't clever. Ooh, this isn't bad. funny. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and that's how I feel a lot of the dialogue in this, especially this girl, April with the, with the, the skunk line of the dog too. And the, well, and also these are the kind of lines that are funny in theater pieces. And mm-hmm. it feels like somehow the, this thing was punched up by a theater person it, like all of those kind of lines are like kind of like theater comedy jokes. Yeah. And like the joke about the poodle kind of works. Mm. Like, I think that there's somebody who could deliver that line and knock it out of the park. Like an actress. <laughs> I wasn't, I mean, yes, <laughs> I wasn't going <laughs> to, I wasn't going to specifically throw her under the bus that badly, but uh, yes, Bye, an, April. but yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. An actress could probably have pulled <laughs> off that line. Uh, that said, yeah. whatever. Still I love this movie. <laughs> okay, so Jeff invites her and the dog inside, and she's like, Man, my hand hurts. You can't hold up a leash. <laughs> Guess I'll just have to let this dog go that I can't not watch. <laughs> so now the dog runs out. Apparently a, a door was open in the house. It runs off into the woods and sees a zombie and has a heart attack. Am I correct? Uh, I thought the zombie just killed it off Cam. Okay. I mean, there was no blood. There's no nothing else. Although, that is something about these fucking zombies. They love strangling people. Mm-hmm. That is like their preferred method of execution. So, possibly he just strangled the dog. Or he swallowed a ball. This whole thing. <laughs> this whole thing was oddly morbid. And yes. Like, it was like supposed to be jokey and fun yeah and was it like, was so weird like, and broken it, it was almost not that it was broken it was like 
you know how some people are like, you know, oh, how could Stephen King write these kinds of things? Mm-hmm. Like, King couldn't write a line like that because that's <laughs> fucked up. Like, that's yeah. like that feels like someone who is legitimately mental is like, I thought of a way that I could kill a dog or and I would get away with it. This. Exactly. <laughs> it feels too real. It feels yeah. too much like this was. This like, is how I got out of trouble when I was 13. <laughs> When I killed my first dog, yeah. this is how I got away with it. The next four, I got creative. Uh, like, fuck. Yeah. So, yes. April so, freaks out. She does the line about the skunk, which the, is funny. Sure. Whatever. Uh, yeah, somehow. Find the dead doggo. After two minutes of yelling chocolate in chocolate! the woods. Chocolate! Chocolate! Hope you like hearing that a lot. Chocolate! Uh... And also, how the hell did they find that fucking poodle? They walked into open wilderness and just somehow, through a systemized grid mm. search, came across the yeah. dead dog. That's impressive I with two it, people. I mean, it's possible. It, it is possible. If that dog d- darted out straight from the house like it did and they followed straight, yeah. That's true. Makes sense. So, uh, Yes, uh, so blah, blah, blah. They do the whole thing about shoving the ball down its throat <laughs> yeah. so that she won't get in trouble for killing the dog. We can make it look like he accidentally swallowed a ball. There's And there's definitely some backstory on April, too, because she's like, I'm going to go to reform school for this or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, most people wouldn't go to reform school for this. What, what's <laughs> up with you? It's, uh, what's your past record there, lady? But... Uh, <laughs> I've killed so many dogs. I know that this is going to be my third strike. Yeah. And <laughs> my dad said after the eighth dog, it's reform school. He drew. Oh, who keeps who keeps hiring you for a dog walker? But he drew you a are not line good in the sand. He was eight. like, any more than eight dead dogs, and it's straight to reform school. Um, so Jeff goes home. He calls. He calls her the next day, and there's a. F- he calls her with the phone book. Like, they didn't exchange numbers at the end? Like I mean, they were. there was some stress going on. It, yeah, I guess. It seems like it was a bad time. <laughs> I'm impressed that he got her last name. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Yeah, me either. <laughs> so, whatever. They There's a funny joke about her getting thrown. Like, basically, she throws him under the bus. The only name I could think of for the jerk who threw the ball was you. Yeah. I don't think he's going to press charges. <laughs> what? What? So, yeah. Uh, Jeff turns on the TV in his room, and the zombie movie is on. It's always on. It is. This is a question I have, but, I mean, is that all the TV does? Yes. I mean, it also, you see, then then what about the other thing? What about the other thing? The nothing burger. Right. There's the nothing burger. So, here's the nothing burger that happens. Um, So, you know, he sees the, the zombie movie on. He starts smoking pot, and then... The lady from Cabinet of Dr. Caligari shows up smoking a cigarette. Chinchilla, chinchilla, chinchilla. Yes. And she comes out of the TV naked and makes out with him. The camera pans across the room until we see the TV. And now she's back in the TV. Oh, and she's laughing at him. Yeah. And then from behind her comes a dude that looks like Larry Bud Melman from the old late night show (laughs) and slits her throat. And he introduces himself to (laughs) Jeff saying... I'm the garbage man. People call me the garbage man because I, I take dispose of human, human garbage. garbage. Yeah. I fucking love this. Me too. This like this character and this whole subplot is so exciting and interesting, and I want so much more of this story. So what more do we learn about the garbage man? 
Nothing. He disappears. Oh. He's just a plot device to tell to tell the kid about the the video dead and how to you know how to put the mirror in front of the TV to keep. But he them comes from he comes out. back and helps him later on, right? He's gone forever. Ugh, <laughs> oh, it's so. It's frustrating. It's because, very frustrating because it builds like a neat world, and it like, is like those scenes, like that one scene, is so compelling yeah. to see him watching a person doing things in another universe. Yep, that are uh, that are going to impact things in his world. And you're like, shit, is that guy going to come out and help us, or am I going to go? Am I going to get pulled into the TV to fight right. zombies on the TV? Like, no, nothing. Are there going to be multiple TVs in the house, and he's going to have to be like? You know, there's different like they're triangulating a signal of TVs so mm. that the so that the garbage man can kill them when they come into his reality or so like, much potential. There's so many cool things you could have done with it, and it just disappears. It set up this whole videodrome thing that you're like, what is like these things? He he even talks about them like they're they live creatures. Yep. He's like, they look like us, but inside they're nothing or whatever he says. Yeah, because he. Uh, once he kills that girl, she's not a pretty girl anymore. She's a dead zombie. Yeah. But that never happens either. They're always zombies. Yeah, that's nobody, what I'm saying. Nobody like, this ever a, looks like a human that's being. That's what I'm saying. That this this whole thing could just be cut. And it's yeah, just like, absolutely. Except for, I guess, giving them the, he gave them the rules, right? His, or yeah, did the Texan whole, give him the rules? T- they both did. Okay. So he gives him the rules first. He, ex- I mean, so the Texan is a rando who if he were to say stuff out loud as far as like plot issues go like i can see how they probably ran into something where they were like oh if some crazy person comes to your door and says uh there's video dead and this is how you kill him you'd go uh-huh i'm locking the door now and calling the police yeah. whereas if a person in a tv says that You're after you just that. had sex with a tv monster <laughs> you'd be like oh fuck Okay, I think I believe you. Okay, I did just put my PP in a TV, so, <laughs> so now I'm gonna listen. Ah, <laughs> uh, there it is. Yeah, so I read too that this scene, the garbage man was supposed to like give some backstory and explain more. Really? But they they cut it because they realized they didn't. It wasn't necessary. Like I, I guess she, I guess he was gonna give like backstory on the bride character. And oh they, man ended up deleting all that it's so and weird I, and i bet that this garbage man was supposed to maybe come or this whole subplot might have been more prevalent in a rough draft and oh. then just budgetary constraints were like yep. no we can't be jumping in and out of tv no right exactly and, and you can universes right yep. and you can see that they had to make concessions to to make the movie the way that it's made and and it's great and i love what it is but i wish i could also see the version that probably should have been and i also read that the director wrote a sequel and it was going to be that somebody was in the TV and they had to get out of it before the movie ended, like survive that TV round before the movie ended. And they were going to do this. And the producer offered them the same budget for that as they did for this. And he was like, no, I can't. Yeah. It's too expensive. Like we oh. had more. So, so we never got. That's a real shame. Yeah. Like this, this feels to me like this thing could have could have been a property it could have had comic book spinoffs yeah, yeah you know what i mean different yeah i agree sequels spinoffs origin stories like there's a lot going on here the, i mean it's it's <laughs> funny you, you it don't does, ever find out about it does feel like some of it's accidental too like maybe even a lot of this shit was just like 
he was just kind of a thing that was put in there as like a, Oh shit, we need to fix this up. So we need, we need somebody to come in and fix this thing. And then accidentally they expanded the plot to a point that made it really interesting. Yeah. And you kind of go, damn it. I, I want to know more, <laughs> but that's a, that is a scene uh, a sign of a good movie. Yep. This is something that you're actually interested in. So, all right. When he wakes up in the morning, he finds the lady's dress on the floor and he's like, Oh shit, this was real. <laughs> Uh, he does this whole shtick where he's trying to do the thing that the garbage man told him to do with putting the mirror over the front. And this is in that like horror movie way where somebody does the dumbest fucking thing that you, you just want to throttle them. (laughs) This scene is so frustrating. He's like leaning the, like, he's like, Oh, the mirror keeps them out. I'll just lean the mirror on the side like this instead of putting it in front (laughs) while I'm fucking with the tape. It's like tip the goddamn TV over on its back and put the fucking mirror on it yep. and then get the tape on it, you dumbass. <laughs> so he gets attacked by a zombie arm sticking out of the TV. Luckily, his his toolkit is comprised of masking tape and a giant hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> you watch Uncle Buck, you always go with the hatchet. <laughs> go with the hatchet. So he chops the zombie arm off and we get some fun... Evil Dead 2-ish yeah. kind of... Uh, Fighting with the zombie hand. Yeah. And then he sticks it down the the insincorator. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> yep. Zoe catches him doing it and then nothing comes of it, so whatever. No. Nope. Uh April April's now leaving for school and somehow she's like way preppier than she was before. She's even put like a pink sweater over and like <laughs> yeah. she is like crazy preppy. And zombies descend on her house after she leaves. And this is where we start seeing all the distinct personalities of all the zombies. You get stuff. You get the the bride. You've got the... I don't know. Is one of them a gangster? I don't think so. Uh, apparently, they all had backstories, too. I was reading up on this. that like uh, The David Bowie zombie was like a swimmer who drowned. That's why he's blue. <laughs> okay. Uh, the guy with the uh, iron head who gets the iron yep. stuck in his head. He was a serial killer who was strangling who liked okay. to strangle his victims, so he was always a strangler. Okay. The bride was killed on her wedding day. Um, what I didn't read, but what I thought was, it seemed like the bride and one of them was a couple. The the main zombie. That that main, the first one yes. that comes out of, like, they look like they're a couple. And they laugh together when she's yeah. playing with the blender. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't remember the other backstories. Oh, that's crazy. But apparently, yeah, they all had, like... And there was also, which I'm, I'm glad that they didn't do this, apparently there were supposed to be 14 zombies. Jesus, no. And they, for budgetary makeup constraints, they cut it down to six. And I'm just good like, that's call. just way too many cooks in the zombie kitchen. Too many. <laughs> it's too many. And it's so good that they just made really good zombies. Like, I love run- I love the running man, but like, imagine if they, like, they fought through like 14 gladiators <laughs> instead of like the four they did. Like, it would, de- it would get old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It would definitely get old fast. Um... Yeah, okay, so uh, this is where they do the all the fun shtick. They start eating cereal and hanging out and blah, blah, blah. Uh, the maid hears the blender going. She's in bed with Dad from the that... Oh, gross. That one weird crack earlier. Yeah. And, uh, and she goes downstairs, and she gets strangled. Which is so funny that they even did that at all. Like, why couldn't that just be your mom? Like, this adds nothing to the story that, like, the maid is sleeping with the dad whatsoever. <laughs> it yeah. could have just been her parents. I, like, I, it makes no sense I that they... I do not get it. I mean, I think... Nothing would have changed. It wouldn't have changed a goddamn thing. <laughs> nothing. I think they were like, 
oh, she's too blonde to have that mom <laughs> or something. I don't fucking know. It's just they. It's just a weird choice. Like, it's it's just a weird detail just that it's just mom. It's mom. Yeah. It's mom. Her it's mom comes downstairs and gets killed. Same thing as the maid. Yeah. Then they'll think I'm a bottle blonde. That's not fair. <laughs> um, so this this is a fun little scene because we get the not only do we get a really good gore effect that's really fun. Yeah. So in the midst of her being strangled, she grabs an iron and jams it into his head and just just splotches everywhere. Um, and not only do we get that cool image. And he gets now his personality trait, which is Ironhead. having an iron in his head for the rest of the movie. Um, it also sets up rules. So we now know that kill the brain, kill the like ghoul a headshot's not gonna is do not going to do it. Yep. So it's not we're not in, you know, Night of the Living Dead rules, yep. which is important because zombie movies like a like a vampire movie, you kind of expect certain things. You expect that a headshot kills him and it doesn't. So that's awesome. Do you think this was this before Dead Alive? Yes. Oh, not yeah. not too too far before though. Wasn't Dead Alive what ninety maybe? Yeah, something like that. This was eighty seven. Yeah. So I wonder if this was an influence at all or completely coincidental because there's several scenes in this like oh my the zombies God, sitting right. at the table. Yeah. Uh, the people getting things stuck in their head and living with that. I like, almost guarantee that he has seen it. I mean. Yep. He was a huge fan of the genre, so I'm yeah. sure he saw it. So there's just a couple things in this movie that yeah, really... Yeah, I never really thought about that. Almost like Dead Alive was biting it. But yeah. Or homaging it. Oh, yes, that's right. Like like Luigi Cozy. You just got to pay homage to that movie that came out a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, without ever saying a word about it. Yeah. Um, so now the neighbor lady is making fudge delights from a recipe on the radio, which is impressive. She's not writing anything down. She's just like... You gotta act fast. Really fast. <laughs> just grabbing shit as he says it. Um, and the main zombie shows up wearing the next door neighbor dad's glasses. Uh, and she, the neighbor lady goes to check on the washer. And the bride jumps out. This this was the scene that made me absolutely fall in love with the movie yeah, the first time I watched it. it. The minute a zombie jumps out like a jack-in-the-box from the washing machine, yeah. I was like, holy shit. That doesn't make any sense. But it's brilliant. It makes no sense. And then the Did she kill, take out the, 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 the big stick the, in the middle? No, like, definitely did not take it out because <laughs> once she kills the lady, oh, they, yeah, stuff they stuff her right in there. and her legs spin around in a circle. And it's fucking amazing. <laughs> and they sit there laughing at it. And that's... I love their, I love their snicker laugh, yeah. too. <laughs> They're oh, so good. <laughs> they, they love their job. Mm-hmm. And, and they're good at it. They are good at it. And this is something that you don't see in zombie movies. You don't see happy zombies. You don't see gleeful zombies. It's it's another original touch that's yep. really fun. And God, the more I think about it, the more fucking brain dead is just kind of a, an homage to this movie. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow, that's weird. Huh. Interesting. I mean, straight up down to the feeding him dinner, like, at the end. Yeah. yeah like, wow. Yeah. Straight up down to leading him into the basement. <laughs> like, huh. I wonder if... Wow. I, now I need to know when these things were made. Yeah. Um, I want to say this was 87 and, and Brain Dead was 89 or 90. You know what? I can just pause this so nobody has to listen to us. Look up the thing. Hold on. That is 1987 for The Video Dead and 1992 for Dead Alive. Wow. Did, 
Where did you find that information? <laughs> I just pulled it from my brain. Sheesh. You hear back from Jeopardy yet? <laughs> I I simply paused you in the middle of a word so it sounds really awkward, and then I looked it up on the internet. <laughs> Heretic! Uh, I know. It's <laughs> but either way, I got that information, and that's fucking crazy. That's so amazing, and again, it makes me like this movie even more than I did before. <laughs> Which was quite a considerable amount. Um, okay, so the bride walks into the the living room, twists the the dad's head around three hundred and sixty degrees. This whole thing is just like a fun little killing spree moment. Yeah, yeah. We and don't it, know any of these characters. Like, I don't know if that's April's mom or not, or just random next door neighbors, or they're just part. They're just marching through the neighborhood. No, yeah, that's, those are just random neighbors. Okay. Yeah, those are just just body count. Yep. Um. April comes home and screams. <laughs> Those people, you're not going to get in. No. You're not getting into the store. <laughs> There's a podcast going on. Yes. <laughs> I don't care. Um, when have we ever been open until 830 at night? Come on, guys. <laughs> what is going on? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, Jeff hears the sirens. Down the street. This makes no <laughs> sense. Okay, you 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 saw that. <laughs> so okay, yes. Jeff- <laughs> Sounds like they're going to the end of the street. April. <laughs> it's okay. It can't and be now, any of the houses on the way to April's how house. How far away is he from April? Because he starts running, and it's daylight. He arrives on her <laughs> stoop, and it is full dark. <laughs> so. I'm thinking she lives quite far away, or he took a really long scenic route. She did route. say he, they were going to the end of the road. The, and this road is like 40 miles I mean, long. they could live at like house 40, and April's like house, you know, 15, 70. <laughs> That's, yeah, they could be like California roads. Exactly. they're like 10,000 numbers long. Oh, man, sometimes when I'm sending tapes out to people, it cracks me up, because it's just like, I, I give them my address, and I'm like, I'm nine, I, I'm, I'm nine this street. And then they give me their address, and it's like... 1,458. Yeah. <laughs> this yep. street, apartment Ugh. 236. People should not live <laughs> that close together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that's why I like Maine. Yeah. I like not being that close to everyone else in the world. <laughs> so creepy. Um, anyway, so... That's why I like doing this, because I'm so far away from you. You, <laughs> you are basically <laughs> in another room yeah. with two pieces of plexiglass <laughs> separating the two of us. Um, yes. So... Uh, once he finally shows up at her house, he convinces her to leave because the cops won't believe them because it's video dead. Yeah, but like what? So were those her parents? Didn't she? Uh, the, were, I mean, the, I think that the first think two were. were her. The first two were her parents that got killed. The first ones, yeah. Oh the, wait, the maid. Oh yeah, the that's maid. right. Jeez, I'm losing it. The man. maid and the dad. The yeah, ones, yeah, yeah, the ones yeah. next door are just or random randos. next door okay, neighbors. Yeah, I'm yep. totally. I'm. I'm with you. Okay, you got it. You're, Ignore that. All right. Delete, delete. <laughs> you're you're in here. You're, we got it. Um, okay, so she's now hanging out at Zoe and Jeff's place. So she should go take a bath. <laughs> Josh Daniels, the Texas occult TV expert, shows up. <laughs> and now that everybody's dying, they finally listen to him. Uh, the rockabilly zombie is watching through the window as Josh drops the titular line. He says, they're the video dead. Uh, and he's like, oh, he's like, no, there's no question. It was the video dead. Mm. So 
and then he drops that line that nobody responds to, which makes me feel like it might have been an insert. What's that? The, uh, if you don't show fear, like, so Jeff says, what if somebody weren't to show fear? Yeah. And then it just falls flat. Like, Josh doesn't respond to it at all. Mm. The, the sister doesn't respond. Nobody, like, it just, they move on to another topic. So I'm wondering if that was part of this conversation or if it was just inserted later. Gotcha. When they decided on the ending. But um, so the scene is edited so that the rockabilly zombie seems to show up at the front door of the house and just walk in. But I guess he walked in somewhere else. I can't figure it out. And so he goes up and he I don't know either, but he goes up and he takes April away. But not before we get the most <laughs> awkward uh, toothbrushing scene. Uh, it's so weird looking. No wonder she's bleeding from the gums. Her technique is bad. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw my Facebook post earlier, but <laughs> I very nice. I shared the uh, picture from IMDb. That's her profile picture on IMDb. Is oh, her with the toothbrush? No, the doof face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? It's, it's not as bad as that guy who has the, the fucking dick-sucking thing for his... What was that movie we oh, did? Oh, shit, what was that? I wanted to start collecting awkward IMDb pictures, that is, and I knew I had another one. That was the it. worst. Oh, it was... Um, fuck, I know what you're talking about. Was that Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2? Yeah, I think so. Yep. That was insanity. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to look that up again. So weird. Anyway... Um, Make awkward IMDb picture trading cards. Actually, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so Josh tells him to get all the mirrors and tape them to the front door. Uh, How many mirrors are in this house that they just bought that I guess came furnished? Uh, Sort of. Sort of? Except it wasn't until... No, it didn't come furnished. They moved all their stuff in. Oh, yeah. Those were the movers that they they signed for. You're telling me they already put up all the mirrors in a day? Maybe they took them all out of storage (laughs) and then broke them and put them on the wall. They had so many mirrors. They did. I mean, and they they had one that they forgot about. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's a good thing, too. They should have just dropped one dumb line and they're like, good thing our parents collect mirrors. <laughs> or, yes. good thing dad's a mirror salesman. You know what I mean? That would have made sense. Like, he's, he was out in Saudi Arabia selling, selling mirrors. <laughs> it's a good thing that he brought back his imports from yeah. Saudi Arabia, which were all mirrors, selling by the way. Mirrors. Uh, and we don't worry. We, we get an explanation of the mirrors. The dead can't stand to look at themselves. Yeah, it reminds them that they're dead, and they hate that. They hate that shit. <laughs> uh, so Zoe is, like, super annoying through this whole thing, where she's, like, she's basically being painted to be a huge pain in the ass and being and saying things that are stupid because of her delivery. Mm-hmm. But in reality, everything she's saying is very smart. Like, they should have just fucking listened to her. She's mm-hmm. like... No, let's leave. If we call the police, it'll be fine. Don't yeah. say it's zombies. Just be like, hey, there's somebody killing people. They'll eventually figure out it's zombies. Yeah. And then eventually they'll figure out how to deal with it. And we can get the fuck out of here. Yep. But nope. They're like, <laughs> no, we got to take care of this. Oh. <laughs> Why? <sighs> because we don't have a movie if we do. Because <laughs> there's, there's no movie. There's a much more fun movie involving police officers fighting them, which... 
might have actually been crazy, but they can't afford squibs. <laughs> no. So we're not going to get that <laughs> or movie. Outfits. Or please outfits. Uh, <laughs> okay, so there's... Josh does this big, long fucking explanation of how you can kill these things. In a nutshell, there's, this is... this it, is It makes no this sense. This is written... This is another... Like, this is straight Ed Wood. This is, like, yeah. 100% Ed Wood. It's like, you just have to attack them like you would the living. <laughs> I mean, if... Oh, God, if I wish these lines were read like Ed Wood lines. <laughs> if you shot them with an arrow, they'll think, Oh, I just got shot by an arrow. I, I must should be die dead. now. <laughs> I'll lay down and not do nothing. <laughs> and the other way to kill them is to trap them in a place that absolutely has no escape, and they'll go crazy and eat themselves. Or explode. Or, or explode and melt like Toxic Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> Who gives a shit? Instantly explode. Whatever. Yeah. It's one of those things. <laughs> Something will happen. Nobody knows because, like, nobody knows exactly what happens because nobody sees them because they can't escape. How does... <laughs> that how ending. does Josh know all this shit? He's never... He's clearly never captured and killed the video no, dead. they only killed Are his there... wife. Like, who took the TV? Did he send it? Why did he get rid of the TV if he's... <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> anyway um there's so, so much i want to know yeah, i know i agree so you have to leave them to be reclaimed by mother nature too oh that's is, that's right if you kill them with the arrow that's they think they're you dead you can't don't bury, bury them. them don't bury them because it would take us way too long to get them to come back out of the graves for the end scene yeah. so <laughs> just leave them out in the open <laughs> wouldn't nature be reclaiming if you planted them like <laughs> yep yeah but and also only saw them in half. Do not take their arms and legs and head off. Did he say that? No. Oh. But that's what they did. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, they should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> would have would have been helpful. Um, there's there's an odd thing that happens here. So they, they go to sleep. Zoe has this, this dream that a zombie has shown up and is eating her hand. <laughs> the Bowie zombie. Yeah. Now, there's a scene way later where she she pulls the knife out of the out of the kitchen she has a big butcher knife yep and she looks at her hand like she's thinking i should cut this off and then she stops and then she starts crying and she puts the knife away hmm. what is there some significance to that or yeah was I, didn't, it just, I didn't catch that now she just yeah i wonder if there was like a scene that was like that, she she felt like, oh, if I cut my hand off, maybe he'll eat my hand and I can run away. I, this is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that may not be that may not. Be um, also, when Josh finally, he's been Josh has been holding his cowboy hat this whole time, and so you don't see how absurd it is until he goes out into the woods. Mm -hmm. They finally go out, and he puts it on, and it's like two inches too tall for a normal <laughs> cowboy hat. And it's really funny. It's like, not a 10-gallon hat. Let's say maybe a... Like an eight. It's like a 14-gallon hat, maybe. <laughs> uh, either way, um, they're, they're out to hunt these zombies, and... They get followed by the one that I thought was a gangster, but could be a business guy. He's got a really wicked wide tie, yep. like, like Fred Flintstone wide. So it made me think that he was either a door to door salesman or a gangster, a mirror salesman, or perhaps a mirror salesman. <laughs> um, they That's where they have that dumb, like your cow shit, your boy. Yeah. Don't call me boy. If I don't call you cow shit. Yeah, and it's kind of like, oh, mm -hmm. that was, it was cringy. 
<laughs> yep. Jeff goes to pee. He sees a, jo- a zombie, runs back to get the bow and arrow. And for some reason, why does he... Why does he have Jeff do this when clearly he is the one that knows how to do it? Why is Josh so he can train up? Oh, is that <laughs> really? Maybe <laughs> he's got to he's got to make sure he's fit for battle. Sure, <laughs> that sounds like a plan. Um, so he finally and he gets plus ten zombie killing him. Uh, experience. He does. He shoots the zombie three times and it falls down. But it. <laughs> Again, with this this movie, it doesn't know that it's dead. It's still moving around, like it's not. Like, no, he dies. He lays there. Yeah, but I mean, he's still like when they cut him open, he's like flailing. He's like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, you'd probably wake up for that too. <laughs> he's supposed to think he's dead. <laughs> That's the whole point. It's like the chainsaw starts. Oh, I thought totally wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> So wrong. Yes. <laughs> Jeff is a big fan of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so that means that, that he's an expert in chainsaw That was cringy, operation. too. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, instead of taking the arms I've and legs I've watched, like, every off, Jackie Chan movie, so I can, like, jump through ladders so super crazy. <laughs> I will tell you, that is 100% why I'm going to enter the next MMA fight. <laughs> I've seen a lot of Jackie Chan movies, and I think I you're going to get that win. fucking belt, dude. I'm, I know. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing I've seen more than the guy I'm going to fight against. Yep. All he does is train all day like a fucking dork. <laughs> what a nerd. Um. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you later. I'll have to watch Operation Condor 2 again. <laughs> Faces. Uh, also, there's mice in this guy's guts. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. I like that touch. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I was actually kind of upset about it the first time, and then I saw the cut the second time because I was like, oh, they could have cut right through those mice, that fucking chainsaw. That's weird. <laughs> and then I realized that they had that there was a, an edit in there, and it was like, oh, they're just wet mice. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and then they fed them to their pet snake. Right and after. then, well, you know, that's <laughs> fine. As long as you're not cutting them in half with a chainsaw. Yeah. Um, so now Jeff sets down a bear trap. Spoiler alert. He forgets where he put it. <laughs> um, that's what people do with bear traps in movies and cartoons. <laughs> that is the whole purpose. Yeah. You just know somebody's gonna step in that wrongly once 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 you pull out a bear trap, you know you know somebody's fucking up their ankle. Yeah, it's it's almost like you shouldn't use bear traps for anything. Uh, either way, uh, so they set up next to a hunter blind, and uh, Josh walks in and sees April's dead body in there and doesn't tell Jeff, but. Uh, and also is very comfortable sleeping right next to her corpse. Yes, so weird. <laughs> Without even like putting a blanket over it. He he might have some issues that are not being explored in this movie. Dude, his wife was killed by the TV. He's seen some shit, He's man. He's seen some shit. I mean He's grizzled. He don't care about this. Not this peanuts. This is nothing to <laughs> him. I mean, when you look in his bag, all you find is a holy bible and a book called How to Kill. Yeah. Yeah, what was it? What was the book? It was like How to Kill. Tips for dismemberment in the Holy Bible. Something like that. Oh, so good. Uh, and also, he has magic bills, bells that ring only when the video dead are around. Which, Wait, wh- wow. Wh- what? <laughs> good call. Only bringing those out now. Yeah. Those wouldn't come in handy any other time. I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's got one magical item. Yeah. 
It's like, dude, where did you get these? Why, why aren't you bringing this up? Like, have you fought these zombies at uh, at other people's houses? Have you set this up? What is going on? <laughs> where did you find these bells? Yeah, interesting. And if you have fought them before, why do you only have one shotgun? And why do you only have one round? And why do you waste it as a shotgun trap? Yeah. What an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you put the bear trap. You dumb cow shit. What a dumb cow shit. <laughs> uh, either way, whatever. Uh, he, One of the zombies does set off the, the shotgun trap. Takes a round in the leg, which doesn't That's do nothing. anything uh joshua falls asleep and oh we forgot that we forgot to say that jeff's strung up oh, in the air right, right now so this right. is our brilliant plan is to rope jeff up into like a rope swing up in the sky like 10 feet above the ground with the chainsaw and uh, he's just gonna be bait and all, all the zombies are gonna come to find him hanging in the sky try to get him and then jeff's gonna shoot them josh is gonna shoot them all so which would be fine except that for some undisclosed reason Joshua has set up staffs he's put big walking stick type staffs into the ground around where he's hanging so that they can beat on him like a piñata yes if he had not put them there they would have just been grabbing at the air and exposed instead they have weapons he's like <laughs> I think it'd be funny if he pooped it would him be with way, sticks. It would be way funnier if I slept through the whole part where they showed up, and then he starts getting beaten with this thing, and then he drops the chainsaw, and then one of the zombies gets it. And, yes. Oh, my uh, God. Chainsaw Bride is the best. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> She's solid, solid character. Mm-hmm. You know, with all of these, like, cavity color shirts and all this shit coming out, where is our bride from Video Dead? I want that shirt. Get Scarecrow on the phone. I mean, <laughs> if anybody's going to do it, it's probably going to be Scarecrow. Yep. <laughs> and he's, uh, probably if we just mention it to him, he'll be like, oh, shit, I should do that. I should do that. <laughs> so, yeah, Scarecrow Evan, great artist. Check him out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So what happens here? Oh, yeah, this is where he drops the chainsaw and the bride gets the chainsaw. <laughs> Josh has picked off every other zombie. This doesn't make any sense to me here. Josh has picked off every other zombie, and then he's like, oh, shit, okay, the only one left is a bride or the chainsaw. I'm going to go out with a hand mirror and go, shoo, 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 instead of Shooting. shoot, shoot, shoot. Like, dude, she's there. You're there. Like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. And I don't understand this, like, I don't understand this, like, using a shitty bow and arrow. It's not even a compound bow. It's like a... It's like a toy. No, oh, yeah. That they're using. Is he just so broke that he can't afford a gun? Like he's from Texas. He spent all his money on gas driving here from Texas. He's from Texas. <laughs> he should have forty-five guns in the trunk yes. of his car at all times. Forty-five guns come with a car in Texas. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, gu- cars are made out of guns in Texas. <laughs> You'd think that he would at least have, like, a pistol or something. When you buy a Dodge Magnum in Texas, you get a Dodge Magnum. <laughs> exactly. Whatever. But he doesn't. He chases the stupid the stupid bride away, which comes to bite him in the ass. Comes to stab him in the back. Comes to stab him. Yep. 
So, so, but yeah, I, I talked about that scene earlier. I love it when the bride runs away because she's she's still playing with the chainsaw as she's running <laughs> as she's walking away with an arrow through her chest, wearing a, a wig. <laughs> it's such a cool so visual. Oh, good. Um, and then they they chase her down, and she's dropped the chainsaw, but it turns out that she's wily. She's mm-hmm. using the chainsaw to distract them, and she's doubled back around them and stabs him in the back with the arrow. With the arrow sticking through her. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. That's some good shit. Mm-hmm. And then, in another irritating thing, like, they both keep their eyes the same direction as they're going, and also he doesn't pick up the chainsaw the second he sees it. Yep. Which is another, like, come on, man. So Just disarm the fucking zombie. Yeah. Like, literally. Well, that too. <laughs> so Jeff runs into the... Runs away from the bride. Mm-hmm. And runs into the shack where he finds April's dead. Well, after breaking his ankle on the... the oh, the bear trap, yes. He, he snaps the bear trap on his ankle. I forgot somebody set up he, a bear trap. <laughs> some idiot set up a bear trap. Oh, it was him. And so he hops back to the, back to the hunter's yep. blind. Finds dead April. Uh, pulls out a machete. And rushes the bride and chops her head off, but gets the chainsaw through him at the same time. Now, this was awesome. Yep. And this was a, a kick in the balls, too, because you're just like, holy shit, the main character just died. Yeah. Like, this movie, it's not conventional with its uh, final people at all. Right. I mean, because he is set up to be our protagonist. Yeah. Jeff and his sister are going to live, right? No. They just take Jeff out with still yeah. half an hour left of the movie. Yep. That's neat. It is. And they kill the Texan. <laughs> He's gone. Like the big the, the yeah, rule book exactly. is gone. Like Yeah. I I really appreciate it and I especially appreciate how surprising Jeff's death was. Yes. Very like, that one was really surprising. I watched that and I was like, oh <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So uh back at the house, Zoe doesn't know that she's the final girl, but she is. Zombies are surrounding the house, all sides. They are impressive. They disconnect the phone. I would not know how to do that. Oh yeah, we we uh, glanced over the part that the zombies woke themselves back up. Oh yeah, one of one of them is just like, "Hey, dummies, you're not dead. You're not Get dead. Up. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh okay. Hey, neat. Oh, hey, I'm not. <laughs> and yeah. again, the, the zombies' faces when they realize it, as you said earlier, they're the best actors in the movie, and they, they convey that with no yeah. words. They're like, "Oh, oh, oh shit! I was just horribly confused. <laughs> yeah, oh, this is cool. Let's move on. Yep. <laughs> back at it, and so. Zoe asks the zombies to stop. She politely says, please, stop. (laughs) And they don't. So she goes, grabs the knife, and that was that weird scene that I thought she was going to cut her hand off for some unknown reason. But then we hear the voiceover of, what if you're just nice to them and pretend that they're alive? What if someone were to show no fear? Yes, that's it. Uh, And so she drops the knife. And she realizes that that throwaway line was the key to this whole thing. She invites the zombies in and makes them dinner. She makes a a recipe that's been in her family for generations. (laughs) Cold beans. Cold beans straight out of a can (laughs) at the Rorschach special. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So she sits down with them. She doesn't show fear. She goes to get a drink for the main zombie who seems to be annoyed that his glass is empty. (laughs) And uh, she encounters the rockabilly zombie, who I don't know what was gonna what was going on there. That was just an excuse for her to unveil the fact that there was a mirror in that exact location. Ah, oh, the basement door. He was yeah. like, "Oh, mirror!" And she puts a 
she puts a robe over it and is like, oh, don't worry. Sorry about that. Here, you don't have to see that. I love and, that they're smart enough to like use tools and stuff, but when they see a mirror, they can't like just close their eyes and walk forward yeah. to it and knock it over. <laughs> they're just like instantly, oh, oh nope, nope. <laughs> well, uh, Rockabilly Guy can. Well, he does it with a stick from He does afar. it with a stick. Yeah. But I'm saying like when you see, if I saw this mirror right here. Right. I'd be like, I could, I, and it pained me to look into it. I could just kind of like shut my eyes and just take it off the wall because <laughs> like know where it is. Well, I mean, their brains are a little rotten. I don't think they're that rotten if they're <laughs> using sticks and shit from afar. Especially with that, I mean, especially that bride move where she drops the chainsaw and then mm-hmm. circles back around. Exactly, yeah. That's that's some crafty shit. Come on, it's smart enough to take that mirror down, bro. <laughs> yeah, you'd think so. Um, so they get up from the table by the time she's back and they've moved on to the living room. <laughs> I and love this scene. They're reading a they're magazine. They're all just having like a cocktail party in the living room together. <laughs> And yeah, they've picked up a dance magazine. Yeah, it's got a picture of people dancing in it. And she's like, oh, this isn't the proper place to dance. The proper place to dance is in the basement. Is the basement. <laughs> so they all go down to the basement. And she starts hooking up a record player. And because she's going to trap them in the basement, which will force them to eat themselves, apparently. Yep. And I love this scene, too, where she's like, oh, whoops, I left the records upstairs. <laughs> and the one zombie pulls out the record. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. And they're all like, wait, you have records down here? Yeah. Ah, Something's so- fishy. I can't I can't knock a mirror off the wall, but I know when somebody's pulling a fast one on me. Jesus, she didn't have the presence of mind. She was so cool so far, and she couldn't say, no, that's the wrong record. Yep. You know, no, you don't want to listen to that. That's terrible. We can't dance to that. That's, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, that's a Steve Martin record. Right. Everybody had those. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but she ends up booking it up the stairs and, and shuts the basement door she behind trips. Him. Yep. A little suspense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she makes it. She makes it out the door. She shuts the door and there's a mirror on the other side of the door. So the zombies can't go up to the door and, and so they're trapped in a place with no escape. Yep. Except a bulkhead. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we never saw a bulkhead. So there might not be one. There might not be one. I don't have a bulkhead. Sure. <laughs> um, and so they start exploding, essentially. Well, one does, right? One of them inflates. Iron Head inflates. Yes. And everybody else just kind of, I don't know, picks at him when he does? Then they start eating each other. Yeah. They do start eating each other. Well, we see their feet and hear them eating each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> and one of them's drippy. One of them's like... yeah. One Pour of them's melting. Well, I think it's the first one that popped out of the TV. He's always bleeding. He's always dripping. That's true. He's a very, he's a drippy. He's, he's a dripper. He is a dripper. Um, <laughs> yep. And so there it is. Uh, the TV opens up. That's in the basement with them. Fog starts blowing out, and then the end shows up on the TV screen. Yep. Well, we got a stinger. Yep. We. Ugh, this is a very popular stinger with these kinds of movies. Yeah. Um, we've had this in a bunch of the movies we've done the the ending up in a an insane asylum ending. Yep. But uh, so this this actually kind of bugged me. <laughs> what bugs you about it? What bugged me about it was parents show up. They must have literally just come in from Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. They knew that there was something. They were like having. A, mm, I hope it's not drugs that's the problem. Ten people are dead in their neighborhood, including their son. <laughs> Is it they don't drugs? Know, they don't, do they know that he's dead, though? Because he died in a shed in the middle of the woods. Like, did they find the body yet? I mean, they knew that there were a bunch of people dead everywhere and did that they their know daughter's that? insane. Well, how did they know that she was in a hospital? Because she's in a hospital. The doctors called them. 
and nobody told them anything else she, about the fact that everyone in that neighborhood is dead. She catatonically checked herself in. <laughs> she walked in. There was nobody there to bring her there What's, or call the police or like, yeah, how did she get there? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't get it. I hate this movie now. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry. The parents have come with a special surprise. It's the TV from oh, the house. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> they went to one of those hospitals without a TV. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good good going. So there it is. Uh, and she screams. Because she sees a zombie on the TV. The looks at her. zombie's coming in. Yep. It's going to um, start all over again. This time in a hospital. Yeah. That could have been a great sequel. Zombies running amok in the hospital. There's so much potential for sequels and world building with this movie. Yeah. And we never got shit. (laughs) And also, there's more that I was curious about, uh, specifically about that fucking movie. So the movie that they're watching, if that's not the only thing on, because we know it's not, because there's the Sexy Lady channel. Yep. You know, so are there, like, are there happy movies? Yeah. Like, if Bob Ross comes on, does he, like, do you get, like, a happy Bob Ross coming out of the screen? Do we get the zombies transferring to different channels, like a, like a shocker? Right. Is it is it that kind of a thing? Yeah. Are we going to see them murdering Bob Ross? Are we going to see, like, is there, like, a great British baking show and you can or just like, get uh, free croissants? That happened in uh, Amazon Women on the Moon, too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I want to know. I want to know more. I want to know so much, but you should write this guy. That's actually a great idea. This guy probably is not... I mean, I don't think he's doing anything else. Uh, he is not. Uh, apparently, he directed this movie, and he directed a movie called Rat Dog after this, but there's no... I don't know if it was ever released or made or anything. It's just one of those... You ever look at those movies on IMDb, and it's yeah, just like yeah. there's no info whatsoever. Yeah. And it was from 1990. Huh. So it's like there's no plot synopsis, no rating, no review, no... Oh, I was thinking of Rat Boy. I was like, I know that movie. Yeah, no, wait, no, Rat I know the Dog. Movie, so the I movie Rat Boy. Huh. And dear Rat Boy. <laughs> Who could forget him? So this guy's been assistant director on a bunch of things. Uh, up until, I want to say, 2016 was the last credit on the huh. IMDb. Like, I'm I'm really interested in this guy. Because this is, I mean... It seems like he would have such a cool horror <sighs> property on his hands. I know. Here. And it's it's such a good... Again, it is a it's a great property. It could deal with a reboot, like you know, easily. Mm-hmm. Could make out. I mean, Blumhouse could do something with this. It's got such name recognition from being Just such the, a, the internet dead. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying no. Yeah, uh, the phone dead. <laughs> then the tiny little zombies crawling out of iPhones. Clutch. They'd be like the little, uh, the little uh, minions from um, uh, what's his nuts from subspecies. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, Radu's little finger <laughs> monsters. Yes. Fuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is disappointing. I want more of that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I will. I'll try to get a hold of him. But yeah. yeah, awesome. I love this movie. Same here. I've loved it ever since I found it. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing to really complain about except for a, wanting more. Such an amazing cover too. The cover art for it, it. is it is so So, so this good. was one of those things like I found the tape at the Blockbuster down in Florida and just instantly it grabbed me. I was oh, like, yeah. what the I'd never seen it or heard of it before that day. And I was just like, Whoa, where have Ooh, you been all my life? Yeah. <laughs> where have you been all my life? <laughs> You're going to try to shoehorn one Simpsons reference in every one of these. I got one in earlier. Yeah. You missed it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so did I got two. Yes. Damn. <laughs> two Simpsons references in one podcast. Uh, awesome. 
Yeah, and that's that's all we can say about that until we finally get the director to come on and talk about it. And and get approval to get a, a Chainsaw Bride shirt. That's a great idea. Yeah. And then we get uh, Scarecrow to draw it for us. Yes. I can't afford either of those two things, but... Uh, I can, because I'm rich. Oh, that's right. You can... He'll do it Don't for forget us. that I'm rich. I keep forgetting. <laughs> keep forgetting how rich you yeah. are. Oh, man. Awesome. Well, you know what, everybody? You can follow us at... Funbox Monster Podcast and at Coast City Comics and you can purchase things from CoastCityComics.com the comic store that we are broadcasting from right yes. now. Unfortunately there is no Chainsaw Bride shirts right now but you Yet. get a Leatherface with a chainsaw with it, uh, uh, for Covered in Bees. That's covered. a fun band. It is. You know what? And I will do this because I never credit this and I really should because mm. there are three other people that I'm throwing under the bus here. Uh, <laughs> hey, Thanks to Covered in Bees for our theme music that we use every week, <laughs> uh, which has been, I've been kind of alternating random bees songs, but uh, yes. Thanks. Maybe some days you can, someday you can come out and see the bees. Yes, yeah, someday when those things happen again. <laughs> but yes, and you can follow me at Matt Awkward VHS Fiend on the Instagram, and uh, also check out the Video Vagrants Facebook group. Uh, a lot of fun there, too. Excellent. Excellent.